This is Ill-Advised Stories. Written by my dad. It's my dad too! <laughs> we have our allowance now. Ares Eats Ice Cream. It was a sunny day on the island when the god of war came to visit. He left his chariot behind and marched down Narragansett Avenue towards the harbor, where the sailboats rocked gently at their moorings. Ares was massive. He carried an equally large war axe over his shoulder. The ridiculous weapon was so enormous it could only be carried by a comic book character or a god with super strength. His armor was black and gray with dried out leather padding and an unnecessary number of spikes placed all about. His face was covered by a Corinthian helmet, one of those Greek kinds with the T-shape cut out for his eyes and nose. There was a giant plume of horse hair above his head. If there was a reason for all that plumage, even the god of war didn't know what it was. He wore it anyway to keep up appearances. He walked down the street, and people moved out of his way, avoiding him. He came to the crosswalk and didn't bother to look to see if traffic would stop. It did, of course. Traffic stopped for as far as the eye could see. He went toward the ferry landing, looking out at the water. He could see the Naval War College on the other side of the bridge. This is where it will begin, he thought. The next great war will start with those men. Superpowers will collide and destruction will reign. There will be glorious battle and... His thoughts were interrupted by someone tugging at his arm. He looked down. Hey, mister, aren't you hot and all that? A little girl named Anna was staring up at him. She'd been sitting on a park bench just outside the ice cream parlor. No! Ares turned, looking back across the water, picturing the battle to come. Anna got up on the bench and pulled out his belt this time. If you are, I've got a few more dollars. I could buy you an ice cream, or maybe a lemonade. It would cool you off. Ares gripped his axe tighter. The girl's ice cream was melting and running over her hand. Some of it had gotten on his belt. His eyes narrowed with anger as he stared at the dripping green liquid. Angry staring was nothing new to him. He looked at everything that way. In all his years as the god of war, he'd never tried ice cream. Though he remembered Alexander the Great sending men off to the mountains to retrieve snow, he'd have it mixed with honey for a treat. Alexander the Great, now there was a warrior, Ares thought. He conquered the known world, a true student of battle. Ares wiped the drip away with his finger, then brought it up to his mouth, poking it through his armored faceplate and licking it. Ice cream, he discovered, was delicious. If ice cream had been good enough for Alexander the Great, yes, I will take an ice cream. Ares growled. The girl got down off the bench and headed toward the door. There was a window on the outside of the building with the flavors printed on paper. But truth be told, Anna still had a little trouble reading. She turned back to Ares. Well, come on, she said when he didn't follow her. Just bring it to me, child. Can't you see I'm busy? He turned back, gazing at the war college again. It didn't look like he was doing much of anything, just staring out at the water. Anna's dad did a lot of that, too. He'd stare and say how pretty it was. He'd tell her to appreciate it. She always thought, I'd appreciate it more if I could go swimming, or maybe jet skiing. She'd never been, but it sure did look fun. Maybe that's what this big guy was dreaming about. Maybe he wanted a jet ski. He looked like the adventurous type. She'd have to remember to ask him, but first, ice cream. I don't know what flavor you want, she said. What? Harry snapped. They've got like 50. You've got to pick one, or maybe two. She looked down at her money. Yeah, I've got enough for two scoops. I only ever get one because I can barely get that finished. She held up her cone to show him. Then she looked past the ice cream at his massive form. He was nearly seven feet tall. I'll bet you can handle two scoops, though. Ares sighed. 
Fine, I'll come in with you, but then you've got to let me finish what I was doing. And that is? She asked. Surveying a future battlefield. There's a great war coming. His voice was low and ominous. Oh, the girl said. There was a bridge that connected the town of Newport and her island home. We're not fighting them, are we? She asked, pointing. Newport was a much bigger place. Buildings lined its shore, and there were more people living there. Her people on her island would be desperately outnumbered. No, your enemies are coming from miles away, on the other side of the world, Ares told her. He pointed his arm dramatically toward the horizon. I don't think I have any enemies. Even my neighbor's dog likes me. And that dog doesn't like anyone, the girl said. Why would people be coming here to fight? Ares thought about it. He'd only been back for a few years in his Greek personification. Most of the last few centuries, he'd been more of an idea. People had been reading about him, though, and it had given him form. But even when he was just an idea, he'd been watching. And truth be told, this century and the one before it had been so busy with war that he had trouble keeping track of why people were fighting. Look, it's complicated. Why don't we just see about that ice cream? Yeah, okay, the girl said as she went to the door and held it open for him. Ares had to turn, ducking down to fit through the entrance. He still held his axe, but when everyone spun around, staring at him, he felt an urge to put it down. I'll, uh, just set this here. He leaned it against the wall. The patrons of the shop felt more comfortable after that, even though they were in the presence of a god. Anna couldn't see over the counter, but she pointed. So all the flavors are on that chalkboard, or you can look down in the case and see them. Ares' eyes went over the flavors. There weren't quite fifty, but there were a lot. What did you have? What was that green flavor? Ares asked. Mint chocolate chip. It's my favorite. Some people don't like it, though. My dad says it tastes like he's brushing his teeth. Well, that can't bother me. I've never brushed my teeth, Ares replied. You there, servant, give me a mint chocolate chip. A very frightened college student was behind the counter. He pushed his glasses up and was wondering what would happen to him if he tried running for the door. He asked, Would you like it in a cone or a cup? Definitely a cone, Anna said. Don't forget, you can get two scoops, so you can try another flavor if you want. What would you recommend? Ares asked the kid behind the counter. The college student, who did this as a part-time job, was holding the scoop in front of himself, protectively. Uh, maybe butter pecan? He suggested. Ew, gross. Don't get that, Anna said. Should I smite him? Ares suggested, making the college student almost fall over. No, I don't think that'll be necessary, Anna said. She wasn't sure what smiting was, but it didn't sound good. How about espresso chip? That's my dad's favorite. It's like coffee. I like coffee. I had some in a cafe in the Middle East, Ares said. Too bad it's not there anymore. The cafe? Anna asked. No, the whole city, Ares answered as he took his cone. Anna went over to the register to pay, but the kid behind the counter was already heading for the door. Wait, I have your money, Anna said. It's on the house, the kid said over his shoulder going out the back door. Before Anna could say, Cool, the door was already closed. She shoved her money back down into her pocket. She looked up at Ares, who was attempting to eat his ice cream through his helmet. He was sticking his tongue out of the narrow slit, trying to lick the cone. When that didn't work, he lifted the heavy helmet up above his chin, lapping at the ice cream like a dog. Maybe you should just take that off, Anna suggested. Ares looked around at the ice cream shop. It had been crowded when they walked in, but now it was empty. Everyone had left. He and Anna were alone. He took one more lick. Perhaps. Then he handed Anna the cone so he could use both hands to lift the helmet off. 
He placed it on a nearby bench and sat down. The wood groaned under his weight. Anna looked at him. You don't seem so scary with that off. She was touching the horsehair plume that topped the helmet. It was nearly as tall as she was, with stiff bristles feathering out. That's why I wear it. His features were dark, his thick eyebrows were scrunched down over an intense gaze, and his eyes seemed to glow. If he were an actor, he'd be the kind who would only get to play the villain. He was less menacing, though, as he leaned forward on his elbows, tasting the ice cream and saying, Yum! So you want to look scary? Anna asked, still touching the horsehair. Ares moved the helmet away from her. Please, you'll flatten them. He took another lick, then decided instead to start biting the ice cream. And yes, of course I want to look frightening. I'm the harbinger of man's destructive nature, the personification of their warlike existence. Scaring people comes with the job. There was a drip of ice cream stuck in his beard. That doesn't sound like much fun, Anna said. Yes, well, we all play our part. Anna got up and walked to the window, looking out at her town. I don't want my part to have anything to do with war or destruction, she said. That's the funny thing. Nobody really does. Most people would choose peace if they could, he shrugged took another large bite of his ice cream, swallowed, and said a little quieter. A little peace would be fine with me, too. I get a lot more rest when people are calmer. Don't get me wrong, I really dig battle and fighting. I'm its biggest cheerleader. But even I have my limits. He pointed out the window towards the Naval College. Even the men over there across the water, the ones studying war, don't actually want to fight. Well, maybe some of them do. But they don't want what comes with fighting, all the nasty bits. And there are so many nasty bits. He stared at his cone and added, These little chocolate bits are amazing. So why don't you stop them? Anna said. I can't! People do this stuff on their own. They get angry and lash out. They don't forgive. They draw lines and decide to defend them. I'm immortal, so if I get cut down in battle, I get another chance the next day. But you people, you only get one go-round in this world. Why anyone would choose destruction, giving it or receiving it, well, I just don't understand. It's in your nature, I suppose. But then again, so is creating stuff like this. He held up the cone. And there's going to be a war here on this island? I didn't say that. He winked at her. What's that supposed to mean? What? Nothing. He winked again. Do you even know you're doing that? Anna asked. What? Ares asked. Winking. You're winking at me like my grandfather does when he tells one of his jokes. Anna pointed out. He winked again. See, you just did it! Anna yelled. Ares seemed honestly surprised when his eye did it again. He touched his face. Sorry, I'm used to having a helmet on. Apparently I've developed a twitch. His hand went up to his forehead. Ouch, my head really hurts. He looked at the cone, then at the girl. What trick is this? The pain got worse. He stood and threw the table across the room, nearly hitting Anna as he yelled, Yarg! The table went flying out the window. You're eating it too fast. It's called a brain freeze. Anna explained while looking at the broken window, wondering if she was going to be in trouble for it. I don't like it! Harry screamed. Then he took another bite. Anna went over to the god and put her hand on his arm, careful not to touch the spikes. Slow down. It gets worse if you keep eating. Try pressing your tongue on the top of your mouth. Ares did, and after a moment the pain passed. He looked down at the girl. Thank you, he said. And to answer your question, I don't know if the war will come to your island, but it will start across the water where future generals are learning their craft and the scientists are testing their weapons. I can feel the fighting to come, like the first cold breezes of winter at the end of autumn. Those breezes will give way to blizzards, and soon people will be huddled together hoping for warmth. 
Wow, you do have a hard time giving a straight answer, don't you? Anna asked. I'm a product of humanity's collective imagination. He shrugged, looking down at his cone. If they could only understand. You could try bringing them ice cream. Anna suggested. What am I, a delivery boy? No, but it might calm them down a bit. That's what you want, right? It'd be nice, Ares agreed. He looked at the cone in his hand. The ice cream was hidden away down inside it. What do I do with this part? He asked. You can eat that too, Anna said. That's brilliant. Ares took a large bite. Anna reached up to try and stop him. Not the napkin, just the cone, she said. Ares spat out little pieces of paper. The cone was gone a moment later. So will you do it? Anna asked. Deliver them ice cream. You think that'll stop the fighting? Ares asked. It's worth a try, Anna said. Ares looked at the little girl. I've never done anything like it. But you've been good to me, little girl. A true friend. He picked up his helmet and put it on. For you, I will deliver ice cream. Then he went over to his axe and picked it up. The ice cream case was built into the counter. Ares took the massive weapon and brought it down on one side of the counter. Wood splintered and broke. Displays went flying through the air. He lifted the axe again and brought it down on the other side with more smashes. He leaned the axe against his shoulder. And then, with his other arm, he reached down and grabbed the ice cream case, which was larger than a refrigerator. He hoisted it in the air as if it weighed nothing, setting it on his shoulder. Anna stood in the dust and debris with her eyes wide. Somehow, all the flying pieces had managed to miss her. Ares started toward the broken window. With an armored foot, he kicked out an opening big enough for him to fit through. Before he left, he turned back to Anna. Thank you. This was very nice. I do hope for your sake and for everyone else that this works. Good luck, Anna said, nodding her head. Ares walked out to the docks with his ice cream case still on his shoulder. With a bounding leap, he launched himself towards the bridge. He was an incredible jumper. In the distance, Anna could hear a car horn. She came back out to the sidewalk, to the small table where her dad left her sitting. He was coming back from the docks where his little boat was tied up. He looked at the wall at the ice cream shop and his daughter. What happened? he asked. Anna took the last bite of her cone. It had taken her a while to finish. Oh, nothing much, she said. I met the god of war and bought him an ice cream cone. Her father put his hand on his hips, surveyed the damage. Anna, this is why I told you not to talk to strangers. 